This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Sonia, Johnny Cage, <laughs> Scorpion, Joel, <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> Kenny D. Bacon if we had video right now of what Joel's actually doing, were you seizing? I was I was gonna say uh that song is very near and dear to my heart, and in fact I'll let it go that you did it in the wrong order because I really shouldn't know the order of the names, but if you will. Kano, Liu Kang, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Sonya. Unbelievable. You even added like an effect to your voice, which I don't think people can actually do. Uh, (laughs) I did make a pact with the devil uh, for that. Apparently. Um, (laughs) Hello, listener. I'm Joel. Hidden nuggets. (laughs) Jacob. Yeah. Joel's got these hidden nuggets of talent for Mortal Kombat, apparently, which we had no idea. Can I ask why it's near and dear to your heart? We'll get get into that. Okay. okay. We'll get into that because it is, uh, that's a, uh, that song. I just love it. (laughs) Apparently. Wow. We we do, but we have a whole thing we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So, listener, if you haven't figured it out, we're going to talk about video games, and we particularly... Are. But first. Oh, yes. And first, Joel first, has a I have little, a little announcement. I had an event in my life that I would like to share with you, the listener. Uh, Kent and Jacob, you guys already know about this, but I just wanted to let everyone know that in the last week or so, I finished all the Best Picture winners. That's the event you're talking about? Yes, that was. Hold on, hold on. Now, Can I stop you for a minute? No, because I, I, just, I want to get this out there, that I'm finally on the same plane as you're you guys. You're ridiculous. And here's the thing, though. I have Anything to else this, interesting happen, Joel? Or is no, that just it? that. So, <laughs> But here's the thing, guys. Your is, wife is going to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, honey. Uh, if we were to record the Best Picture Winner Show, which, uh, what, what episode was that? It was like, I don't know. It was like three or four ago. Yeah. No, the Best Picture, but worst, yeah. best and worst of the Best yeah, Picture. We did about oh, okay two months ago yeah maybe. it was a long time yeah. ago but uh, if you go back and listen to it I would like to make an amend amended version of my list because if, I'm sorry there are no retractions or amendments yeah, yeah, on I this show it, it's not official because that's a different one but I just want to say if you've listened this far I want to let you know that Midnight Cowboy would be my new number two worst okay not number it's one still not as bad as Cimarron so it would go Cimarron Midnight Cowboy Gigi American Beauty and Chicago as my five worst uh, from here to eternity probably get bumped off to honorable mentions that's how bad it was. And also, what should have won that year should have been Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid or True Grit. True. There. Yeah. There's it my should have been Butch Cassidy. It should have been. It was such a great movie. And then Midnight Cowboy was awful. I don't know why that didn't make your guys' list. Like, it was just edited terrible. The sound was terrible. Honestly, for me, it's the I Like of Mice and Men, the story. And this one was kind of a modern adaptation, even though it was really grimy. Well, so it just kind of went in the middle somewhere. I like yeah, of Mice it and Men. It went on the low end. John Malkovich me, and Gary worse. Sinise. That's a great version of it, but... This was just awful, like awful. Anyway, that's You're my mad. That's all. Anything else? <laughs> nope, let's move on. <laughs> I have a hard Seriously? time letting this go, honestly. <laughs> okay, um, and we would like to, are we really not doing your announcement? Well, no, okay, I had a baby too, so. Your wife had a baby, yeah, so. <laughs> I had a baby too. <laughs> and no, it's, uh, it's a, you know, I'm a father of 18 now, and I'm just very happy. Uh, the new baby's great, and thanks wh- for all your well wishes on Facebook. And uh, you're, you actually got a reality TV deal with TLC, which was yes. cool. Yes, but, so. but the contract states we have to have at least 20 more children, so I'm still trying to talk to my wife into signing Okay, that, so. so maybe yeah. two years from now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we, okay. We basically have them in tens. <laughs> and your poor wife. And we would like to thank everyone. Uh, the doctor. We had the Dr. Matt shows just previous to this. Yes. And, you know, the shows are great. Everyone loves Dr. Matt. And you've, you've let us know. And we're going to do everything we can to bring him on more. Yes. So he, he actually likes us, believe it or not. And he I said know. he wanted to do more shows. And we have ideas. And some of you suggested ideas on BaconCell.com. So thank you for that. We put those on our official list. And we're going to look forward to more shows with Dr. Matt. Yeah, because he, I think he legitimizes us in a way. Because yeah. usually it's us laughing about, you know, Midnight Cowboy, which is kind of weird anyways. <laughs> it's, it's a dumb movie. <laughs> we're singing the Mortal Kombat song. Yes. And then we have a psychologist. He's schooling us all. So yeah. we're going to bring him back. We love having him. Although we don't want to yeah. have him on too much because then it might make us too legit. 
to yeah, we don't quit. want to be too legit. So we, we can never quit. No. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let's let's move on with yeah. today's show. So today we're going to be talking about video game movies, actually. And and we want to clarify, we're not going to be talking about uh, movies that have video games in them or are just kind of this conglomeration of, yeah. of, of video games. Like, Although that'd be a good topic as well. It would be, like, but, but we're not talking about uh, uh, war games or we're not talking about The Wizard or yes. we're not talking about even Wreck-It Ralph. Even though it has characters in it, it's yeah. not based on a game. We're talking about movies that were made because of a video game. Like it's like a live action yep. adaptation. adaptation. And why they game. mostly suck. And that's the main crux yeah. of what we want to talk about. It is. There's a whole slew of video games based on movies, according to Wikipedia, the truth of the source of all truth and knowledge. Thank you. Um, Do we have a total? Did you happen to have a total? I don't have a total off the top of my head, but I can count I'm guessing it's huge. Well, I mean, just international I mean, releases. non-Japanese, because you get into that territory and there are dozens. That's yeah. racist. Yeah, Kent, Kent never goes Japanese. <laughs> just, just Sometimes I turn Japanese. <laughs> I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really I think, think so. so. Think uh-huh. so. Think so. I would say there are 50 and 25 of those video... There are probably more. 25 of those video game movie adaptations mm-hmm. are by Yuva Bull. But... Because <laughs> uh, seriously... Yeah, Yuva Bull. We're going to talk we'll about it. I was going to say half of those are just Resident Evil uh, movies, right? According yeah. to, <laughs> I, just, I just plugged the list, the international release list into Excel. Thank you, Microsoft. And I got 39. That's uh, it? International release. No way. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of like local, like you said, Japanese ones and ones that are made in other countries but didn't get a wide release. But And TV movies and yeah, it's, but 39 is kind of the official list. Okay. Since 1993. That feels low. That feels really low to me, honestly. Well, it's because I think they make they make them in spurts. I feel like I could name 39. Like, that doesn't seem right. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a bad challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we wanted to talk about this because uh, there's a couple movies that have been announced or released r- recently. Yeah. Uh, such as Angry Birds, Warcraft, Assassin's Creed, uh, Uncharted, Sonic the Hedgehog, Dragon's Lair. Like... These are all ones that are coming out or have come out. So first, do, are you guys excited about any of these coming out, considering the history of video game movies? Like, uh, I was excited for Assassin's Creed until Kanye started coming to the soundtrack. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed. You're the king. Yeah. You're the king. We're really good rappers. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it's not any worse than his. It was like really lazy because rapping. It was the trailer was like I was pulled into it. Like this is really cool, and then it starts going to this montage, and Kanye starts playing, and I'm like, that's not. That's that's a room full of, of executives somewhere going, who do kids like these days? Oh, they like Kanye, and they like chewing gum. <laughs> that said, the trailer was very very cool on mute. No, no, there's actually a trailer you can find where they get the music from the actual Assassin's Creed games, oh. and they splice it over, and it, it, it works. I love when fans make things right like that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. The fans hey, are like, you want to fix Ghostbusters trailer? Here you go. It's not going to work. I was very excited by the trailer of Assassin's Creed. In fact, I kind of went into thinking that movie was going to be a bomb. Maybe not so much anymore, but then I got some news the other day that I think it's going to be a bomb again, because apparently 65% of it takes place in, the pre- in present day, right. 35% in the past. That's not a bad ratio from the game. Really? Like, that's the exact opposite of what you want. Well, Even worse. For those, of you who, for those of you who do not follow Assassin's Creed, can you want to give a brief synopsis? There is no way to give a brief synopsis of what that's happens in Assassin's true. Creed. But basically, it takes place in the present very briefly and goes back to the past. Yeah, so all it's, essentially, it's this evil corporation. They make this guy go through this VR thing, which brings him back to the memories of his ancestors, okay. which apparently look exactly like him. Well, And he becomes an assassin and because they want to find out where treasure is and how to unlock mysteries of the world and that, that sort of thing. That was brief. That, that's that was, a good, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. good summary. And but, so it's a fascinating story. Yeah. <laughs> are you okay? Are you, are you all right? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, you Kanye for a little bit but there. But you're not happy because it's mostly happening in the present. Yes, because the fun is it's, it's seeing the Spanish Inquisition of this time. Nobody expects that. <laughs> well done. Thank you. So... It, it's, I don't care about the modern day. I don't, you know, in fact, the games, when they go to the modern times, it's, it's, you kind of just want to get past that really quick. Yes, that's the, the big mm-hmm. reveal and all the crazy stuff happens in the modern time, but you just want to get, you just want to play in the past. Well, they're pretty smart in the game too, that you can just kind of skip the present tense stuff and, and just leave anytime you want. Like they don't even force it. That said, I hope it's a good movie because as we're going to talk about video game movies need a win. In they fact, do. Warcraft, which is coming out in about two weeks. Oh, man, it, it hasn't won me over by the trailers. They're, okay, so looking through this, I mean, the box office numbers here, I'm looking at the highest grossing international release, and it's actually Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, with $336 okay. million. Wow. 
but only got a 36% on the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and I know you don't believe in Rotten Tomatoes, Kent, but the highest... <laughs> it believes in me. Yeah. The, none of them are fresh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. No video game movie. No, none of these international live action, or I guess they're not all live action, any of these international released movie, internationally released movies have gotten higher than a 57%. Anyone want to guess what the 57% was for? Tomb Raider? You said Tomb Raider? Jacob, you want to take a gander or a guess? Yeah, that'd be my guess, actually. You're both wrong. It's Angry Birds. <laughs> it's, <laughs> what? It's already got a 57%. Wait, what's Tomb Raider? I thought the original actually did like uh, middle... I'll, I'll give you the breakdown here yeah. of... I'll give you the top one. So Angry Birds, 57%. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, 44%. Surprising. Prince of Persia, 36%. Dead or Alive, <laughs> DOA, Dead or Alive, 34%. And then Mortal Kombat, 33%. Round out Not Need five. for Speed? Because... You know, no. I, I thought that one that we'd all forgotten. Did it? That one, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah, the top like five what movie. <laughs> and if I can go for highest grossing, if I may do that as well, yeah. just because I have the spreadsheet in front of me and I like pushing buttons. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, three hundred thirty-six million. Then Resident Evil Afterlife, which is like the, I don't know the twelfth one in the series, two hundred ninety-six million. Uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, two hundred seventy-four million. Resident Evil Retribution, two hundred forty million. And then Need for Speed rounding out the top five with two hundred three million. So not they don't make a lot of money, which is. No, not really. And they're not critically adored at all. Like, they're just terrible, most of these, looking at them. Well, and, and for good reason. They're not good movies, right? And I mean, we can all agree to that. These are not good movies. So we want to talk about that because we want to talk about, first of all, we want to discuss the general rule, which is video game movies are terrible. So I right. have a couple examples I'd like to bring up. Can you have a Please couple do. as well? Yeah. And I'll start off with the beginning. I'm this excited. This is the first internationally released one. Is this the first one? This this is the first one, but it's also like there were other or ones. The first released major in, one. This is the first major one because there are other ones released in Japan in the eighties, mid eighties. But this is the first one, nineteen ninety three, Super Mario Brothers. Way to start off on the right foot with video game adaptations. So with can, one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Can I take you back to nineteen ninety three? Please do. My friend invited me to the ice capades, and it was Mario on ice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why True 90, story. Why 93? <laughs> Mario it, no. Ice. Remember, this was Super Mario 3 era. Like, this is... Mm, Super Mario 3 era. Wasn't that like 1989 with The Wizard? Oh, probably. But that, that's, that's what I'm saying. But like, I, I didn't why? get a Nintendo until like 92. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not questioning that. My friends wouldn't let me. I'm actually wondering why, what, why did they wait so long to make the movie? And why did they have Mario and Ice in 93? Like, what was it about Why would they have Mario and Ice in any way? I, don't know, I, I, I saw it. Billy the Kid ballet once. It was pretty terrible. <laughs> it was for a class and I hated it. But Super Mario Brothers, or excuse me, 1993, the year of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Quality dinosaur movie. Mm -hmm. Super Mario Brothers, not as good dinosaur movie. Why was it a dinosaur movie? I don't know. <laughs> I can't even remember can, it. Can I give you the plot? Please. Okay, first let me talk about the plot of the game. <laughs> you have the plot. <laughs> so in the plot of the game, I think we all know. Mario travels through the Mushroom Kingdom in order to rescue Princess Toadstool from the antagonist, Bowser. That is the summary of the game. Yep. He's a plumber. We He's know a that. plumber. And, that's and he has a brother named Luigi. Yes. Who, if you were the little brother, that's who you played with all the time. Yeah. You, you had to <laughs> your be player Luigi. too. Your player too, because your brother had to be your older brother had to be. Mario. You're the grain Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so in the plot of the movie, and I am I really just cut this down because you could It's convoluted. It's so convoluted. Have you seen it, Jacob? You know, I saw it as a kid, but I don't have any memory of it. Oh, when you so, said it was a dinosaur movie, I was like, oh, it was? <laughs> so the meteorite that killed the dinosaurs also caused the universe to split into two dimensions. So it's basically the plot of good dinosaur. <laughs> The surviving dinosaurs evolved into humanoids. Koopa, who is a Dennis Hopper type dinosaur. Dennis evolution. Hopper type? It's Dennis Hopper. It's Dennis Hopper. <laughs> he, plays the, he plays Koopa. <laughs> this man, it's a Dennis Hopper type. Yeah. <laughs> he seeks to combine the two worlds and take over our dimension, which is where Mario and Luigi get sucked into, and they... I like this plot. They find a, a missing princess. It just... And... It doesn't make sense because there's our world where we evolved from chimpanzees and their world where they evolved from reptiles, but we're pretty much the same except yeah. for our DNA is a little different. And then he wants to combine the world. Oh, this so is a kid's movie, over. by the way. Yeah. And it, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch about that. But I mean, Bob Hoskins from, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I loved him in that. And I saw him in this and I'm like, what are you doing? And he, then, he looks like Mario in a way. <laughs> he kind of does. He's better than uh, Lou Albano. Well, true. But you know who else was approached to play Mario? Hmm. Danny DeVito. But, oh, but uh, let me just read this because I, lo I love this quote. I love this. Well, quote. early '90s, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks exactly the same. He does. Ready? So here we go. Danny DeVito was approached to play Mario and di and direct the film, but wanted to read the script before signing, and then they wouldn't let him. 
Oh, they wouldn't let him? Apparently. Like, he wanted to read the script before signing, and then it was like, ah, deal's off. And I'm like, well, that's a great sign that <laughs> yeah. your movie's terrible. Yeah, they've got a lot of confidence. <laughs> no, you no. can't read it. No, here's $10 million. Okay. Oh, Guess who else? Light Motive, who's the production company, managed to secure Tom Hanks for the role of Mario with some film executives believing that Hanks was worth more than the studio can afford. Hanks was later dismissed and Bob Hoskins was hired, who, who was believed to be more of, uh, more of a profitable actor. What? So Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks Mario. playing Mario Mario. Yeah. Like that's, and wow. by the way, John Leguizamo <laughs> plays Portra- the Italian brother John Luigi. Leguizamo. <laughs> Like, it just didn't work But it doesn't make any, any sense. Way. So uh, they, they find this other world. Did you guys watch it recently? Well, I do. <laughs> I saw one of those uh, Everything Wrong With, and it reminded me of all these things when I was like, oh, yeah, that... It was a YouTube video, Everything Wrong With, blank, it's like right, right. channel. But yeah. it reminded me of how bad this movie really was because they go into this other world, and apparently you can evolve and devolve people with guns. Yes. So you can evolve them into higher forms, or you can devolve them into fungus. And goo. Yeah. Yeah, primordial, primordial like that's where, that's goo. That's where the mushrooms come from. We are spending a lot of time on this. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's the first one. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> it only grossed $20.9 million on a $48 million budget. It didn't even make half of what it cost. And you know what's crazy? Nintendo was the powerhouse gaming company at the time. Yes. Well, 92 was Sega's year, too. So No, but still, even if you were playing a, a Genesis or whatever, your mm-hmm. mom would say, quit playing your Nintendo. My mom still says that. <laughs> <laughs> Moms of the world. Oh, it's not a great. Nintendo. <laughs> and so Nintendo was just well-known. They were the name. And this was probably going to be their kickoff for their cinematic universe. And, well, it didn't happen. It wasn't meant to happen. I mean, how could they go so wrong on this? You, the plot was very straightforward. Brothers, saving a princess. Yes. Why do we need devolution guns? Why do we need, oh man, who was that? One of the characters is like a, a, it's not Yoshi. It's like a Goomba or something like that. But he's like a a guitar player. He's like a musician. He's supposed to be really cool. Was it Toadstool? Oh, it was Toad. It was Toad. Toad. He was an electric guitar player and then gets a default. We're spending way too much time on this. We are. Yeah, I agree. I do want to give give a couple more just quotes from Bob Hoskins. (laughs) (laughs) Saying it was, quote, the worst thing I did and the whole experience was a nightmare. He was asked the question, what is the worst questions? What is the worst job you've done? What is your biggest disappointment? And if you could edit your past, what would you change? His answer to all three was Super Mario Brothers. Wow. So he's like Bill Murray in Zombieland. Yeah. Do you have any regrets? Garfield, Garfield maybe. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. And then yeah. John Leguizamo, I, I did want to bring this up, is he said the film turned out the way it did because the studio wanted a more family-friendly film while the directors wanted it to be more adult-like. Because that's what you want with Super Mario Brothers is an adult-like film. Yeah. All right, there's, there's one of mine. Can you want to give another one? Okay, I mean, I'll just go down the list really quick. It, it was right after that that we saw Street Fighter, and Street Fighter was huge in 93. And yeah. so when that movie came out, probably 94, it was, or maybe even a little bit later, actually. I'm not sure when. Uh, Street Fighter's 94. Uh, Raul Julia. Raul Julia's final, <laughs> final role. movie role. He died two months after the release of Stomach Cancer. After it, watching the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he was actually sick, and they found out during production. Oh, man. And so they had to hurry up his scenes to get him through because he was looking more and more ill as the days went on. And then he passed away two months because it was over. At that time, Street Fighter 2 was the game. You know, everyone loved it. And so they have the game. You have, you have Ken, Ryu, or Ryu. <laughs> Basically, I say Ryu. And they're, they're leading the movie. And there's Jean-Claude Van Damme as the all-American all <laughs> hero, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Or Jean-Claude Gosh Darn, as we call him on this show. And also uh, <laughs> Kylie Minogue playing the American hero, Cammy. Yeah, a little lossy there. Oh, yeah. So, um, or is she American, Cammy? I don't know. We'll have letters, I'm sure. Probably. But the film was actually, Street Fighter was a commercial success. It earned three times the amount of its budget, which was $35 million. Oh, my word. I and saw it at the theater. $8 million. Also, everyone did. <laughs> well, $8, million, $8 million of their $35 million budget went to Van Damme. Whoa. And apparently, uh, Raul Julia also took up another chunk, and so they had to hire a bunch of unknowns as the rest of the cast. And they did. Yeah. And then, uh, before we move on to the most successful, in my mind, I want to go over the, the worst ones, like any Yuva Bowl movie, and we'll go into that. Yeah. Uh, Double Dragon was really terrible. Yeah, with uh, Scott Wolf, was that one? Yes. Oh, God. And, and for me, there's some really bad ones, but there's some middle-of-the-road movies. In the middle of the road would be like the Tomb Raider movies, Resident Evil, Doom, Silent Hill, Need for Speed, Ratchet and Clank even. Just movies that I would never give a second thought to. They're no. not the most embarrassing thing ever, like mm-hmm. the movies we mentioned. Like even even Prince of Persia was was okay for me, but it wasn't like yeah. one I want to watch again and again. E- exactly. Um, so. And then I had a couple others. I just want to go through a couple. Of, I, I, we're spending a lot of time on the bad, but really that's where most that's, of the that's all are. we have. To yeah, talk yeah. About. That's that's what um, the most interesting. Stuff I've is. talked about it before, but Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which is the sequel, uh, this came out in 1997. 
I actually rented that from a Hastings. Uh, back in the day, they had video stores. Hastings, <laughs> your entertainment superstore. Nice. Mm. But I went to go rent it because I wanted to see it. And there was a late fee on there. So I paid 10 bucks to see this stupid Whoa. movie. And it was terrible. It's terrible. Now you will die. I have the clip. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play it right now just so we can all hear it. Uh, hopefully the internet will work. And hopefully, Ken, you can drop this in later so they can hear it. Mother. You're alive. Too bad you will die. <laughs> That's it. It's so One bad. of the worst lines in movie history. <laughs> I had to put oh, it in there because it was so bad. But here's the stupid thing. Here's the stupid thing about well Mortal die. Kombat Annihilation. It was released on November 21st, 1997, and its opening weekend take was $16 million, enough for a number one debut at the box office. Wow. It grossed $35 million uh, domestically and like 51 worldwide. I don't see how this could be number one, though, in the year of like, what else came out that, or what else was in theaters that around the time was like Titanic, Tomorrow Never Dies, Scream 2. This movie? Really? And it's one of the worst movies ever made. It's so bad. Which is following on the heels of one of the, and I have to say this with quote marks, one of the best video game movies yep. ever made. <laughs> I, I, I put it on my best list, too. In fact, it's the only one I have on my best list. It's I, the only video game movie I can even claim. I, I have three. Do you? Okay, I'll just go ahead. Mortal Kombat. The you saw that? 1995. 1995. You saw it a year after Street Fighter. And like I remember being so disappointed as a kid. Like, finally, I'm going to see all the cool movies I want to see. And uh, Street Fighter is going to be awesome. Oh, that sucked. Mortal Kombat will hopefully be cool. And it was cool. It hit the nail right on the head for my 15-year-old self. I was just yeah. going to say, yeah, when you're, you're 14 or 15, it's just about right. I remember we were going to go see it. And uh, my friend, I was over at my friend's house. And we're like, yeah, let's go see it. Let's go see Mortal Kombat. And his mom was like, you're going to go see Mortal Kombat. And she knew the game. And we're like, yeah. And, and everyone should know the stigma of this game at that time. It was worse than Grand Theft Auto ever was. It back was in just the day, yeah. Back in the day. No mom would ever want you to play this on no. Nintendo. Well, and she, I remember she hemmed and hawed over it, and she, we're like, it's PG-13. It's okay. It's PG-13. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was, she, at the end, she went, well, I'm sure you'll make the right choice, son. Oh. <laughs> and mom I, guilt trip. And I looked at him, and he, he just gave me a look like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and so I had to go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, man. But I went. But, man, this was not, like, Mortal Kombat was... You know, ripping hearts out, ripping spines out, blowing mm-hmm. people up yeah. after freezing In glorious them. pixels. And then the movie <laughs> was surprisingly not violent. Right. Well, it couldn't be. You know, if they had that sort of violence, it's R. It's right away R. And they were trying to build a teenage demographic, and I understand that. But it was just kind of weird to, to be like, wow, there's hardly even any blood in here. There can't be blood. Well, not only that, but they took a fighting game. And fighting games should probably not be movies because there's nothing to them. It's almost like a racing game, right? Yeah. Like Need for Speed. Anyways... You know, because they're just going through a competition, fighting person after person. But they actually added a little bit of mythology mm-hmm. to the Mortal Kombat universe, which was they cool. Added Raiden. <laughs> and Christopher Lambert. One of you will decide the outcome of the tournament. Hey, <laughs> hey, Christopher Lambert lookalike. <laughs> yeah, I've got that as my celebrity doppelganger before. And I'm like, thank you. I think. Just put a hat why, on you. Why does he sound? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, master. You humans are so unpredictable. <laughs> the trick to Christopher Lambert is actually to talk through your nose. Okay. There you go. By the way, speaking of whitewashing, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Luke, Liu Kang. No, Liu Kang, they, got, they nailed. Oh, by the way. Yes. Guess, uh, <laughs> guess who uh, was the original choice to play Sonya Blade? Who? Cameron Diaz. Oh, really? Not only that, she broke her wrist just before filming began, and Bridget Wilson was put in at the last minute. Huh. It would have been Cameron Diaz in that role. And that was in her hot period, that too. Was that, hot was period. Like, that was like, at, yeah, right after the mask, She had like mask, a year. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 94, yeah. Uh, the yeah. mask, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm, also, I'm with Brandon, you. Brandon Lee was a choice to play Liu Kang, but then, of course, he died during The Crow. Hold on for dear life. And Jean-Claude Van Damme was offered the role uh, was offered the role of Johnny Cage, but turned it down to do Street Fighter. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I know. Because I actually like Johnny Cage in this. He's like a TV type Which actor. Which is why it yeah. made it so much worse when, okay, at the end, at the end of Mortal Kombat, uh, Shao Kahn pops up and says, save the world. You weak, pathetic mortals. I've come for your soul. And then Raiden goes, I don't think so. And they all go and fighting poses. And it's like, this is very entertaining. I'm loving this. That's the end of mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat annihilation picks up right where it left off. And Johnny cage goes, I got this runs up. Shao Kahn breaks his back and kills him. First five minutes. of the movie. Spoiler alert. Like your guy in the movie. Kills him right at the beginning of the I second. I loved Johnny Cage. I loved playing as him, and yeah, I loved him in the movie. He, he, so had, cool. he had the crotch punch. <laughs> well, he's doing the splits. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Can you tell we like this movie, especially uh, Joel? I know, like, maybe this should just be the show as Mortal Kombat. Well, and I, I fully admit, this isn't like a good movie. Like, this isn't like Academy Award winning good. It's bad acting. Yes. It's very thin plot. But that, that said, like, they pull off Goro with physical effects. Mm. They do for 1995. For 1995. You look and at granted, him, he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but he was menacing. He was menacing at the time. Yes, he was very menacing. Everything is at the time. But no, the fight sequences, like Scorpion and Johnny Cage in the bamboo forest, loved that. Yes. And then uh, Reptile and Liu Kang also loved that. Those were the two main ones that like fast paced uh, martial arts. It was so much fun to watch. Very cool. And as a 15 year old boy, that was great. And that's why this is partially why this is near and dear to my heart. Because I owned the soundtrack to Mortal Kombat. (laughs) I had the movie on VHS and I had the soundtrack. Now, before... Were there any other songs on the soundtrack? Before, there's, it's all <laughs> just like... the Utah Saints performing <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. It's all like techno EDM kind of stuff. Like, it, it's very, you know... Oh, that's progressive of you. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it... Lest you think I'm a complete nerd, I just want to read this off. That it won uh, the, the original motion picture soundtrack of Mortal Kombat, won the BMI Film and TV Awards uh, Award, and went platinum in 10 days, reaching the number 10 on the Billboard 200. This was a popular soundtrack, and part of it included the Mortal Kombat song. How does that go? I already no, did that at the beginning. They had that. They had it on the radio. That song played yeah, on the true. radio. Oh, yeah. and I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. Apparently, I would exercise to that song. Test your mind. <laughs> Test your mind. <laughs> um, but I would exercise. So excited. I would exercise to that song because it's a very pump you up. Now I have a story I want to tell. Please do. This is a tangent story, but it's somewhat related. So I got the VHS. <laughs> I love this. So I went far. over and I was I brought the VHS over to my uh, girlfriend at the time's house, and we watched it. And at the end, I was goofing around and like doing all these you know karate moves or whatever. Which I girls are really impressed by? I'm sure I impressed her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close. Um, so she, I, I kind of tackled her and knocked her down. And she got up and I kind of, I swept her arms up from underneath her. So she kind of, you know, this is on carpet. It wasn't like I was hurting her or anything. My gosh. It was a, yeah, I, seriously. I didn't have shoes on. It was like sock. And I just kind of, you know, you know, someone tries to put their hand up to, to lift up and you like knock it out. So no, she, I don't. Cause I don't <laughs> fight people like that. It wasn't like I was teasing her. It was more like, it was more like teasing her. But then teasing. It, <laughs> it was. Cause we were just, she was next la- episode of bacon. Show. She was laughing. We were having, we were having a fun time. Cause like tackle her and then I knock her down. And then the reason I wanted to point that out is cause I, I swept her hand out. So she kind of went down again and then I did kind of this, you know, finish him kind of a hoo punch. But the problem is she lifted up her head right when oh. I went down and I, oh. I was pulling the punch. It wasn't like I knocked her out, guys. <laughs> but oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hit her in the back of the head, and I just kind of this little boom. It wasn't anything big, but it was it was a bump to the back of the head, but I felt terrible. Like, as soon as I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. She was actually Oh, wait, laughing. why would you feel bad? Oh, I don't yeah. know, because you punched her in the head. In the back I, of the head. Accidentally, <laughs> I was trying to pull it back. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. a... How, why would you share this story like this? Do you want me to cut it out of the because, show? No. no. <laughs> it's mostly because I want you to know the dangers. Get, probably, it's because is I want she a to, listener? <laughs> I know. I don't think so. Is she injured from this? Still? No, she's fine, because she actually started... Did she give her a concussion? Emotionally? Guys, it wasn't hard of a Emotionally. She's fine. Found she found a good relationship after that. She found it. <laughs> she actually found it hilarious. I felt terrible. She found it hilarious because it wasn't that hard. But I just wanted to, to point mm-hmm. out the dangers of watching violent media is what this is okay, all about. Okay, thank you for bringing it back so. to reality. <laughs> Unbelievable. I My, like, I'm sweating right now. I'm so nervous for you. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, okay, where do we go from there? I don't know. Do you have other movies that you Can like? Do you have an abuse story you want to <laughs> share? <laughs> I, if I had one, I wouldn't share it. <laughs> no, but you know how you guys, you guys roughed house with your brothers, right? Never. And so that was that kind of thing. I did with, with my brother, my only brother, yeah. but uh, not with. And so that was the thing. Girls. Just, yeah. For my girlfriends. Uh, you're sexist. That's why. <laughs> girls can fight too. Did you not see Sony That's Blair? true. That's true. <laughs> um, no, this opened at the number one at the box mm. office with 23.2 million, nearly eight times the opening amount of the other release that weekend, Babysitter's Club. And it was also the second highest August opening after The Fugitive that same oh, year. Oh, well, okay. What okay. else do you like? You actually like other movies? Other video games? And that's the thing is I'm putting these here with asterisks. Uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, I put in my good. And it's mostly just because it's not terrible. Although the Angelina, Jol- Angel- Angelina Jolie is Lara Croft. I never could get behind that. She never looked like her to me and I was kind of bugged by it. Mm-hmm. But oh well. I didn't mind how she looked. Also, it was really weird that Angelina... <laughs> <laughs> it was weird that Angelina Jolie had a British accent and Daniel Craig had an American accent. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. That was a little weird. 
It's also weird whenever, uh, you know, the real father plays the father in a movie. So John Voight playing Angelina, Jol- Angelina Jolie's father. Was oh, yeah, weird. I totally forgot. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then I put Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil, because I said it's a, it's a movie based on a video game with Michelle Rodriguez, and I don't hate it. That's saying well, something. And she gets killed, so it's... Well, that made it a little better. Right. Do you know who was originally going to do Resident Evil, though? Was uh, George A. Romero. Apparently in 1999, uh, they, Sony greenlit uh, George A. Romero to write a script. So he had his, his secretary play the, the entire game through and record it so that he could watch it and then use it as a resource. But then they didn't use it. According to uh, one of the producers, he said, Romero's script wasn't good, so he was fired. This was back in the heyday. Huh. This is when I was fully into video games. I was... You know, playing video games till last week. Uh, <laughs> this morning, <laughs> well, yeah, with certain situations, <laughs> Uncharted until three a.m. Um, yeah. But I was playing games probably six hours a day, and so I was so excited for a Resident Evil movie, and excited that George A. Romero was going to take it on. And then, what with what I saw, it wasn't what I expected, and so yeah. I, I've never been able to like them it's, at all. Well, it's funny to me that we lived like back in. I mean, this was what two thousand and two. When did Tomb Raider come out? I just forgot. Oh no, Resident Evil. That's what I meant. I think 2001. 2002, yeah. Okay. Uh, It's weird how nowadays we can figure out who's directing what, like, so far ahead and have opinions on things we will never see for years. It's it's the internet. I think the internet's done that to us. You look back in the day and it was like, hey, Mortal Kombat just came out. Cool, I'll go see it. Yeah, yeah. That's all you knew. And now it's like uh, like Uncharted. Like I, I didn't realize that was totally lit, and I just looked it up a second ago. David O. Russell was supposed to do it, and I was like, oh, I remember that. But now it's whoever the new guy is that did Horrible Bosses. I'm like, oh, no, now I'm scared. Well, are we going to talk about in development? Because I, I can talk about a few let's of those movies. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's go. Let's that's, transition. That's, that's it. It. Quick, because I do want to talk about why, why these movies, movies are so bad. Please do, because I'm still trying to figure out why they can't get it right. So Uncharted is a movie that they basically pitched to the world about five years ago, and David O. Russell was going to do it. And everyone said, great, now you can get Nathan Fillion to be in this big starring role because he's perfect for Nathan Drake. In fact, can he was. Give, can you give a brief uh, synopsis of Uncharted? Was being the key word there. Was yeah. being the key word. Can you give a brief, brief synopsis of Uncharted so you know kind of what you're going for? Uh, Nathan Drake is a, well, he's an Indiana Jones well, type. Oh, actually, can I interject here? They actually based Nathan Drake off of Nathan, Nathan Fillion's character in Firefly. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. He looks like him. He's a wise cracking adventurer who basically in the game games, he climbs up ruins and shoots people and finds treasure. He's Tomb Raider, but with better gameplay and better graphics, way better graphics, beautiful graphics. In fact, the new Tomb Raider games are based off the gameplay in Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just fun because there's always danger. He finds relics and there are often zombies involved somehow with these relics. And so he has to shoot other soldiers and monsters. And they're they're very, very fun. In fact, they are almost written for the big screen. The thing is, they've never been able to do it. David O. Russell who is a good, really good director, he didn't really have the vision. In she fact, did he's like, like a Silver, Silver Linings Playbook. Um, American Hustle. Yeah. But Bradley Cooper probably would have starred, and that would have been cool, No, he too. said Mark Wahlberg was going to be the star. What? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was everyone's reaction. Everyone basically petitioned him to not make the movie. He And he didn't really catch it. He, because he doesn't understand video games, and I'm going to come back to this, he said, well, my version of Uncharted will be about a family of, of treasure hunters that travel the world in order to find these relics. But it's been three years and nothing's happened. And Nathan Fillion isn't getting any younger. He's not younger. He, he can't play the role yeah, anymore. Yeah, he's done now. Yeah. Which, you know, he's done with Castle now. But And, and I hope he does other things because he's actually really Castle entertaining over? to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's officially over. Oh, officially over. wow. How many seasons was that? Eight, like eight. Eight? Man. Yeah. That's a long run. But uh, he can't do it anymore. So do you cast a Nathan Fillion lookalike or do you cast an unknown? I mean, what do you do? You cast Jensen Eccles. That's who you cast. Look at this guy, uh-huh. Supernatural fan <laughs> over here. Fan no, boy. honestly, someone like him would be great. It has to be someone with 100% charisma who has basically the natural ability to run this movie. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you talk me into it, Kent. I will be Nathan Drake. No, but here's the thing. So that movie hasn't panned out. Bioshock was meant to be made by Gore Verbinski. Mm-hmm. It was going to be an R-rated movie. Yep. And this was, was in, in development in 2009. And then Watchmen, which came out, rated R, right. didn't make as much money as they hoped. Even though, so, even though artistically it's a very well done movie. Yes. And so Bioshock being a, a dark kind of scary game that's kind of about a utopian uh, society, it's great. It is a great story. It will never be made. You don't think it'll ever be made? Oh, we'll get to that. Japan? <laughs> They'll do it. Uh, Halo was meant to be made by Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9 and a bunch of other crappy movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And he was working on like the spec project, and it just never worked out. Peter Jackson was supposed to be helping him. No one's cared. Uh, let's see. Metal Gear Solid has been in development for about 10 years. 
No one can adapt that story. It's just way too Japanese. Yeah, how come nobody cares about That's this? That's racist. No, it's, I think the risk is too big. In fact, War, you think Warcraft is going to change that? Like, no. let's say it wins big. Warcraft wins huge. It then, won't. then we're going to get Halo and we're going to get whatever. Well, if, if it does, the then problem yes. is that people that w- are going to see Warcraft have already bit torrented it on their computers at home and they're watching it right now. Yeah, pretty much. They're not <laughs> leaving their basement for this. That said, there's going to be a new Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander, which oh. we're not sad about. We're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hope the right people are behind it. I hope Assassin's Creed works. Duncan Jones, a great director, is doing Warcraft. Still, do I believe in it? No. But Duncan Jones is a great director. If you get the right people behind these, they can make them fine. Well, can you, though? I mean, look at the list. Look at the, all the movies we've talked about. Even the best ones are not that good. This is basically the theme why I think they've never worked out. See, this is why it's a good idea for us to have this show this year. This could be the year that actually turns video game movies around. Man. Like, Warcraft is good. Assassin's Creed is good. No, no, they're great, right? I- it changes. Everything's different. It changes everything. In fact, and they've already announced the sequel for Assassin's Creed what? without seeing any box office numbers. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Well, it's Ubisoft. They can do what they want. It doesn't have the 50% of Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Which, how did that movie... Do we have reviews yet for Warcraft? No, no one's seen it yet. Hmm. No. So tell me why they don't work, Ken, because I have a theory, too. I want to go back to comic book movies. Comic book movies have been wildly inconsistent. In fact, leading up to 2005... Not all great. In fact, most bad. Well, I mean, Spider-Man. So, okay, there are, there are highlights. X-Men. There's the original Superman, Superman 2. There right, is but there's the Batman. Gap, I'm, I'm saying that the resurgence is early 2000s. Yes, but why, even, why even, even then you have like Daredevils, you have your Ghost Riders, you have your Fantastic Fours, everything bad. I would say, uh, okay, I'll give credit to Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Okay. And X2, that sort of thing. Because Batman Begins starts three years after that. We have Dark Knight. Batman Marvel Begins. Cinematic Universe starts. And then now we have, I would say, most good superhero movies. Most of them are good. Yeah. Do you know why? Because the people behind them, the people directing them, grew up reading these comics. So these are the people that care about them. They care. And it Which all is what comes, Dr. Matt said. Yes. It all comes down to care. They know the stories. Yes, they may change the adaptation a little bit, but they know who the characters are deep down inside. They're not a person getting it, getting it like, I'm a director. I don't really know what I'm David O. Russell. I don't know who Nathan Drake is, so I'm going to make my own movie. Right. That's yeah, right, that's kids. not the way it should be. That's right, kids. It all comes down to care. <laughs> Belly badges. <laughs> Hashtag can't care. Never going to catch on. So <laughs> I don't think, I really don't think any of these directors have ever grew up playing video games. So like Super Mario Brothers, they're like, hey, this is what the kids are like. Let's uh, go ahead and do this. Because, you know, most directors a little bit older. They're Gen Xers for the most part. Right. And they probably don't have the time to play PS3. No. You know, they, they probably didn't play Infamous. But where, like, they played Pong. They played the original Mario Brothers. Yeah. But how, how, how old are these guys? How do you? Well, <laughs> I, I, I played we're Pong. Talking, if we're talking Ridley Scott. I, I mean, owned an Atari, okay? <laughs> well, I I'm saying, did. But we grew up with this. If, if we were directing a movie, we would go into it as we're going to make pitches. We would go into it like with care and respect yeah. for the audience. These people are looking at it as a job. Let's, let's go into pitches then as soon as Joel wraps well, up. Okay. But no, no, I've actually yet. got an, a lot of info about you do? this. Well, though. I just want to bring up something too because you mentioned that uh, there's a lot of bad superhero movies and we finally got into a resurgence of good super, superhero movies. But let's say superhero movie starts in 1970s and the good, first really good one comes out in... Uh, 78. Well, yeah, the super, Superman. Yes. But then, you know, they kind of middle around for a bit. Batman, yeah. But then it's not until like 2000 where they start kicking in. So that's a good 30 years, we'll say, of yeah. misfires with occasional hits. Mm-hmm. So if we're counting Super Mario Brothers as the initial one in 93, 30 years from 93 is still 10 years away. Correct. So I, I, I mean, presuming, of course, it follows the same timeline, which it may not. But it seems like we just cannot get a good one going, and we may not until that point when they start actually getting people who care about the movies to make the movies. Exactly. In fact, I think right about when superhero movies start to die down, or at least they stop making as many, we will, and this is my prediction, we will see video game movies all over the place. Yeah. They will be made like crazy. You think so, though? Yes. Because I agree. If, if, if it does well. Was that the end of your wise? Oh, no. Keep going. I, I have more to say. but Well, because I just, I have the theory that we're never going to get a really good video game adaptation. And I'll tell you why. Because a video game adaptation of a movie is never going to be as good as the story-based video games that you are a part of. You get a movie like Arkham Asylum, like Uncharted, like Resident Evil. 
you you are the protagonist. You are in the action. Things are happening to you, and so therefore the stakes are are much more real. The twists and turns shock you that much more. And then movies, even even if they go with you know virtual reality three sixty. It's not as interactive. Not yet, anyway. I think that technology is still far enough out. And so I don't think we can get a video game movie that is as good as the experience of being in the story, playing so one of those really good video you're games. you're saying that Skyrim, which will take 100 hours at minimum, cannot be condensed into a two-hour movie. Precisely. That, that, that kind of That's story, a fair point. Now, gra- <laughs> granted, you know, it takes me a lot longer because I die it over and over and over again. But most sure. of them, most of these games, they're like 20 hours. You're, you've got a, like a 20-hour investment on a lot of these. And to condense that down story-wise, without any of the action of playing it yourself, it just seems like it's going to make it cheaper. Why couldn't any director, any writer, take a story like Skyrim and say, you know what? I'm going to make a game based off of the characters that doesn't follow the exact same plot. Because I think that's what needs to happen. That's what happened with Super Mario Brothers. Uh, But look at the plot. I mean, it, it all comes down to good writing. True. And if Assassin's Creed can pull that off, hallelujah. But you just said you don't have a lot of faith in Assassin's Creed. I don't. Because they varied from the story. Well, we'll see. Aha, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha journalism. No, I, I, I want it to be good, but, you know, from early news, and I, the Kanye son doesn't bug me as much as it does you. Yeah. King. Mm. <laughs> but I think, I think if, as long, okay, video games, for example, I love the Metal Gear Solid series. Yeah. They are so complex and convoluted. I can't think of any sound effects I could do for that uh, with my mouth. It's it's the exclamation <laughs> point. Huh? What's in that Snake? box? Snake! <laughs> Snake! That's it. That's there all you need, you actually. Go. That's a good one. <laughs> but you played the second game in that series when Snake leaves the game and this new guy named Raiden comes in, and then it's all this plot where the presidents, uh, uh, the people leading the, the country have been dead for 100 years, mm-hmm. and they've been running it by computer. Like, you're like... What? How do you explain this game to anybody? There are 30-minute cutscenes at a time. Yeah. Like, they just keep going. Which they could, they could feasibly just make a movie of the cutscenes. Not exactly shot for shot. Well, but that was kind of Ratchet and Clank, right? Okay, so Ratchet and Clank was a very good example because it's, it's a fine movie. It's kind of fun. But what they did is they pulled the cutscenes without the gameplay. Which and made, made that into a movie. So you're like, okay, so I actually missed the level where I get to that point. Right. And I'm shooting a lot of people with different guns. But that's the issue, too, is cutscenes are fine. But every, every gamer knows the cutscenes are merely a vehicle to get back to playing yourself. They'll give you some story there, but it's you in the game solving the puzzles, killing the bad guys. That really kind of makes you feel like you're a part of it. So are you saying that people wouldn't play video games because they're going to have a better experience at home? For you 20 mean, to 50 hours. Oh, they wouldn't go see video They wouldn't movies. see a movie. They wouldn't even care because they have it at home. Uh, no, I think they'll go see it, but I think they'll be disappointed because it's not as immersive and you're not as much a part of it. And so that's why I think they'll never be as good. Unless you get a very simplistic game and then create a story from it. Granted, that can go terribly long, like Super Mario Brothers or they're making a movie about Tetris. I don't know why. <sighs> what? But yes, yeah. it was announced they're making a Tetris movie. What does that even mean? I don't know. It, but it's it, a movie about Tetris. Yeah. It's a sci-fi movie Which about Tetris. If, if we've learned anything from Battleship, it can work if you put a or, pop star in it. Or Pixels. Well, Pixels is one of those conglomeration ones too. But yeah. It, I just can't, I can't see it working out. Here's, I'll give you a point here because video games don't actually need movies to be successful. They don't. If I can give you a by the numbers. Please. Because for example, going back to comic books, comic books, they make decent money. In fact, in 2013, that's where I'm getting my stats, comic books in total made 800 and. $70 million. Jeez. That's more than I make in a month. That's one Deadpool movie. That's more than you make in a month. Okay? Movies in 2013 made $35.9 billion mm. altogether. Okay? Video games in 2013 yeah. made $70 billion. Wow. That's double movies. Yep. So these games... Wait. Seven, $70 billion is double 3.9? It's 35.9. Oh, 35. <laughs> yeah. Math not working. <laughs> Where's my brain? <laughs> so uh, these video games, like a Grand Theft Auto doesn't need a movie to be like, hey, we licensed our, our game to a movie so that you'll play our game. No, you're already playing no, no, the no. game. And That's video, true. Video games have Comic never... books need movies to say, hey, go buy our new Civil War Part Two right. series. But that's just it. It's, it's, uh, video games don't need movies, but movies need video games. They need those built-in audiences who will go and see it and then fanboy rage about it online <laughs> because it's not like anything they played. So you're saying they need it, and so I think they'll do it. The money is there. Granted, we haven't seen a lot of money, money already, but if the no. games or the movies start to get good... That will change. Well, and still, I mean, with Prince of Persia, you know, 300 and, what was it, 336 million, that's mm-hmm. nothing to sniff at. That, that's good money for a movie. Still considered a failure for Disney, though. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. But I think it all comes down and to for ca- Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> right. I think it comes down to care. Uh, granted, it is kind of hard to condense a, a 50 hour game. But if you change the story just enough, you know, I mean, look at any Batman thing. You have 75 years of, of story there. You condense, you introduce one villain at a time, you make sequels, you make a franchise. I think you could do that. But that's just, okay. You just that, hit on something that bugs me, though. Okay. I hate how every movie these days has to be a franchise. It has to be a series. I hate it, too, but it's... What happened to the standalone, this is a great movie, we're done with it? It doesn't happen anymore. Because they want the money. It's all about the Benjamin. Oh, uh, yeah. Tubman's? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway... That's, that's my rant, is I don't think it's ever going to happen. I, I am the naysayer. We may get the occasional gold nugget of this is a good one, but I don't think we'll get the yeah. superhero era of video games. You, you don't? I totally do. You know what we need is a really good video game pitch. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. <laughs> what so, are you getting at? <laughs> I want to be upfront here and say that whenever we talk about doing shows, it basically was something like this. I'm like, hey, why don't we do a versus show? And Kent goes, hey, how about a pitch one? Let's pitch stuff. I want to pitch things. I want to write things. Because Kent's good at writing pitches. And you're good at versus. I just goof around on my pitches. And so I, I said, tried not to let you. I, I made a compromise. Like I usually give you a harder, harder time on the pitches because I, want, I know you can do better. <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> I know. It, it actually takes a lot of research to pitch something. It does. It takes a lot of research, a lot of effort. And that's why I applaud you uh, for writing the six-hour pitch that you did for James Bond. And for Rivers Cuomo. And this one. So this one I said, okay, <laughs> how about a compromise? We're, we're not doing a versus. I said, how about a compromise? We can do one pitch each. And Ken was like, okay, I can do that. And then as we're standing in line for Sam's Club pizza today, all of a sudden Kent goes, by the way, I've written about 40 pitches and they're about an hour each. Can I do them on the show? That's basically how it went, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll cut it down <laughs> to 20. <laughs> so we have video game pitches. We're pitching a video game movie that we think might work or that we just think would be funny to pitch. So Joel, do you really have one or do you have one have, kind of a backup? Or I something? Have, well, I have a bunch of like honorable mentions that I could do, but none of them are developed except for one. Okay. If, if I may, though, can I jump in real quick? Because we do have some friends. You know? What? Yeah, in a network podcast, Level 22. Oh. We have friends, right? Part of the Podbash network. Indeed. It has Spinari, <laughs> Takara, and Matt. Spinari, Jess, and Matt. Okay, go. <laughs> Matt's the one with the real name. Yeah. Okay. But they, they, I, they sent me a few pitches. I asked for them because every week they do a podcast just about reviews. In fact, I'm going to guest on their show tonight. Oh, nice. So it'll be pretty fun. I'm going to review Uncharted. Tonight when we're recording or tonight when this airs? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I asked for a few. I said, we're doing a few pitches. You guys are, you obviously care. And by the way, they're all millennials. So they all, they've all played the recent games and a few nostalgic ones. I do want to real quick. Go for it. Because mine will take the mo- most of the time. Oh, great. So I'm sorry. I'm going to get comfortable. Okay. So the first one, this is Spinaris. It's Borderlands, the movie. Have you played Borderlands? I haven't, but I saw the pictures on a coworker's desk for about a year. <laughs> yeah. That, that's kind of it. Yeah. And I think I know what coworker you're talking about. Yes. So Borderlands, it's a game, it's on another planet, and I'll go over the story. He wants it to be directed by Matthew Vaughn. It's an R-rated action comedy. Can you give us a Matthew Vaughn rundown of what he's done? Uh, Oh, he did Kingsman, Secret Service, (laughs) Kick-Arse. Right? Is that good enough? Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Uh, X-Men First Class, great director. All right. And so he's fun. He's fun. And this would actually be perfect for him. Uh, So this guy, the villain, Handsome Jack. Jake, have you played him either? Uh, Only the demo. Oh, man, you need to play Borderlands. Isn't it like a Wild West in space kind of thing? Yeah, it's it's Wild West, first-person shooter, but it's got a really fun story. All the characters are funny as well. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. I'm in. Lots of guns. I'll do it. So basically, Handsome Jack, played by Tom Cruise, is taking control over Pandora. That's the world. And it's an apocalyptic world. He's doing everything in his power to open the vault, which is said to contain ancient alien technology. Powerful enough to destroy the whole planet, but he's missing one thing, the vault key. And this is basically the story from the game as well. So they're not, he's not varying too far from the story of the game? No. And, but I just think it, it, it is kind of suited for a movie. It would be a really fun movie. So there's a vault hunters, which are basically in opposition to him. Everyone with different abilities and skills. Okay? And by the way, some of these are played by Aaron Paul, Mila Kunis, Ray Park. You know, Vinnie Jones. So it's basically traveling across the planet, fighting all the minions, and then minions. We're we're killing minions. I'm in. Right. There's tons of great voices. You know, it is just run and gun. It would be incredibly violent. If it was anything like the certain scenes in Kingsman, this would be perfect. That's pretty cool fight scene in the church. So Matt, his was Mario Kart, directed (laughs) by Michael Bay, starring. And I don't know how he's going to get these actors to be in this movie, but Mario is played by Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's yeah, won his Oscar. He can do, do what he wants now. Yeah, and he can do whatever. <laughs> uh, Princess Peach is played by Hayden Panettiere. Uh, <laughs> Luigi's played by Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Toad by Danny DeVito. What? And, you know, and then like Wario is Paul Giamatti. What is going on? Yeah. Why is DiCaprio Mario? No, no. Why is, why is Danny DeVito Toad? Toad. It kind of makes sense. No, no it doesn't. I'm into that Toad one. is small. So Mario races in the circuit Danny of his DeVito life is small. against no, impo- small. <laughs> impossible odds. Out of the world tracks and banana peels. This summer, join him, Luigi, and the rest of the Mushroom Kingdom as they race to determine the fate of Princess Peach, whether she stays a slave to the evil Bowser or will finally be reunited with her true hero, hero Mario. So it's Mario Kart. It is. The problem, yeah. with, the problem with Need for Speed or any sort of racing-based movie or TV show is that it's fun to drive a car. It's not fun to watch someone drive a car. I disagree. Have you not for heard hour, of, for hours and hours, hours on end? Okay, for hours on end. But that's what I mean. There's that. There was a TV show, Drive. I think it was, or something like that. Where it was like this cross country race. Nathan Fillion was in. He, he was in that one. Yeah. It wasn't that good, and it was because you're just watching people travel and have conversations, and you're not actually controlling the car. Yeah, but what if a movie actually made fun of the fact that, like, if you're in first place, like, you never want to be there because a blue shell is going to get you. Well, and I, I will admit that I do like uh, the Wachowski brothers uh, Speed Racer. Yes, because that one was just visual. It, the story was meh, but visually it was amazing. And I will say they stole. Mario Kart when they made Wreck-It Ralph for the Candy Kingdom, and you know that was essentially Mario Kart. S U G A R, jump into your racing car, sugar rush, sugar rush. <laughs> How do you know that so well? My kids love it. Uh, yeah, same, dear me. Okay, so that was their pitches. I would like to thank them. We didn't get one from Takara, but you know, we'll talk about it. Tonight. Her pitch so. would have been something on anime, probably. <laughs> it would have been. Okay, so should we go to Joel's pitch and then Kent's? Yeah, let's do mine because then you know I could take a nap during Kent's. <laughs> I have my pillow. You can, you want to so share? Here's, here's my pitch for a video game movie by Joel Hilton. In the early 90s, two aliens from the planet Funkatron crash land on planet Earth and are stranded until they can find the pieces from their ship, which are scattered all over the planet. However, the two aliens, named Toejam and yeah. Earl, <laughs> are discovered that some of their alien tech fell into the ocean where an evil dolphin overlord is using it in an attempt <laughs> to wipe the human race from the face of the Earth. Echo the Dolphin yes. proves to be too powerful for Toejam and Earl, but thankfully, another piece of their alien tech, specifically a supersuit, landed on a lowly earthworm, giving him superpowers. Therefore, Toejam and Earl enlist the help of Earthworm Jim, and together they fight against the evil Echo the Dolphin and his nefarious pod to save the humans they only just met and the world they barely know. Coming this summer, Toejam, Earl, and the Dying World. <laughs> that was the best pitch you've ever done. <laughs> it's basically meshing a bunch of Sega Genesis games Is that I knew and loved. Is this a Sega Cinematic Universe? It, well, and actually, it was going to be called like Toe Jam and Earl Genesis, but I decided. Oh to do man, I love this because it was taking That's these good. these similar concept <laughs> of like aliens, and then I just don't like Echo the Dolphin, and so I made him the bad guy. And just having them fight against each other. I was trying to plug Contra in there as well, but it wasn't quite working. So. Can Battletoads show up at all? Battletoads can show up at the end. They'd probably be like the, the, the stinger after okay, the credits. great. They come along and say, hey, our game is impossible to conquer. Pretty much. Literally. Have you guys tried? I, I want to. I've never. No, met I can someone. never pack the, pass the motorcycle one. With motorcycle the one. Motorcycle and then one. the stupid going down the ropes. Yes. Seriously, if anyone out there, if any of you have conquered Battletoads, please let me know because I've never actually met someone who's. Is this it. a blind spot for it? It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah anyway, we're getting off into stuff, but it's a Sega Genesis conglomeration of video games. It probably would have to be animated because Toe Jam, Toe Jam and Earl, uh, as well as Earthworm Jim, as well as a dolphin. None of these are going to be able to be played by live action people. I think that's totally fine. So there you go. I would pay to see this movie. Toe Jam, Earl, and the Dying Girl. So Jake is is, is a non... (laughs) (laughs) Toe Jam and Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah. Sundance favorite. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which if you haven't seen me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, it's not bad. I'm making that poster now. Toe Jam and Earl and the Dying Girl. (laughs) I think you should. Oh, yeah. That could be it. All right. What were we going to ask? There's my pitch. Are you going to go to yours? I mean, as, as someone who doesn't know much about what Joel was saying, as yeah. I was cackling away, like, would you see that movie? Did would it you? sound appealing at all, not knowing Say DreamWorks were to make that movie. Or no, no, it sounded like nonsense if yeah. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Honesty. I'm telling you, any kid who, who was like a kid in the early 90s, these names of Echo the Dolphin and, and Toe Jam and Earl and Earthworm Jim, because Earthworm Jim, was, that was out of all these, that was my favorite one because it was just this smooth animation, very entertaining to play. It's super tongue-in-cheek humorous as well. So 
I really like that game, and I wanted to plug Earthworm Jim into something else. So there you go. There's my pitch. Yeah. No, I went straight from Super Nintendo to PlayStation 3. Like, that's how long. There was a big blind spot there. So Really? That's, yeah. when, that's when he was in Rumspringa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when I came... No, I came out of Rumspringa. You, you, like yeah. reverse Rumspringa. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> it, that's it. Reverse Rumspringa. All right, Kent. That's are, a are you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready? Is this going to be... I, have a, I would like to do an honorable mention. Would you like that first or Please. after? No, 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 go for it. Well, I, I will say some of the other ones I considered were like Altered Beast, Mega Man, Contra, Flashback, Castlevania, Joust, and Qbert. But Altered no, Beast would be so cool. It would be. It'd be like Animorphs, though. Yeah. Welcome to your doom. <laughs> uh, my honorable mention first is Castlevania. A ridiculous name, but it's a game series. It's one of the oldest ridiculous game series. Ridiculous name. It's awesome. It, it is awesome, but it's tra- Transylvania. That's Castlevania. Simon Belmont has been training his entire life among the other members of his family. Hold on, hold on. You have a pitch for your honorable mention? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Sorry. The Belmonts specialize in demon hunting and keeping darkness from the rest of the world. Seemingly, there are only legends of Dracula, but they still train in order to stop a prophecy from coming true. As Simon's clan is wiped out because all these beasts start wiping out the Belmonts, Simon is the only one left alive. We all know Simon Belmont. We all do, yes. (laughs) Except for Jake, maybe. He does not. He's the main character in Castlevania. Ah. Simon is left to defeat Dracula and his beasts. We find out near the end of the movie that Dracula was actually a previous Belmont, which is true in the games as well, who had been corrupted to save his deceased wife. The movie ends as Simon defeats Dracula, but he seems to be suffering from a curse. Roll credits. What a horrible night for a curse. Indeed. (laughs) So it's basically this family, this clan. The Belmonts are basically the Belmonts versus Dracula throughout most of the Castlevania video game series. Yeah. But don't you hate Simon's Quest? Isn't that your least favorite Castlevania? It's a ridiculous game, but you could make it into a movie. You could. Well, the the thing I never quite understood about the game is that you're, you're gathering Dracula's body parts to resurrect Dracula so you can kill Dracula. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just making sure I had that that clear. <laughs> but like the, the newer games they made, like Lords of Shadow, it actually sp- explains where Dracula comes from. It, it's very, very cool. And then there's a game called Symphony of the Night. If we could somehow get Dracula's son in there, it'd be cool. And now that they are actually bringing a cinematic universe of universal monsters right. with Dracula and all that, I think if you have a, a modern day Belmont in there, I think it'd be really cool. I'd be down to watch that. Yeah, just like a demon hunter. Yeah. yeah anyways, that's my like honorable mention. supernatural, but mature. Yeah, and Jensen Ackles could play him. There, Jake, 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 kids, kids just trying to get me in, yeah. <laughs> Jake, would you see that? <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> but you wouldn't go for Toe Jam and Earl? And the Dying Girl? My pitch, my actual pitch is a lot like World. Joel's. It, it will be animated. Okay. And it's Kingdom Hearts. Really? Wow. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts, the Disney game. Yes. The Disney slash Final Fantasy series. All right. So in this, I'm not going to deviate too much from the plot except for try to make it, and this is, this is my point with the why video game movies aren't good. The plot in the Kingdom Heart games is ridiculous. The bad guys are just so complicated. They all have different names. It doesn't make sense. Right. Playing in the Disney world is so much fun. You just try not to pay attention to the story. Okay. And the games are awesome. So I'm going to kind of clean it up a little bit as much as I can so cinematic audiences could be like, oh, okay, that's cool, and kids can understand. And this will be good because I know very little about Kingdom Hearts other than there's Disney characters in it. Okay, so it all it, this is very meta, by the way. Okay. Interior, mm-hmm. studio, night. Go, Kent. <laughs> the credits roll up. <laughs> Walt Disney is not yet famous. He creates a young prince character for a cartoon that never quite makes it, and this character's name is Ansem. He's a young prince. When Disney goes bankrupt, all of his projects go into the vault. Ansem is forever forgotten about. This is, no. based, on, is it based on a true story so far? Uh, no, but it, it kind of ties in. Okay. Well, I mean, yes, Disney did go bankrupt and eventually created Mickey, that sort oh, of thing. All right. So years later, Disney's moved on to other projects. He creates Mickey. The rest is history. I mean, it's Disney, right? It's, it's created all these world, all these princesses, all the good stuff that we love. But something is broken out of the vault. Ansem is finally broken out. It's Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, isn't it? No. Oh. The vault is, you know, it's, it's the vault. Well, I thought it's it was the, the Disney vault. vault. So he's keen on destroying every single Disney world. Ansem is? Yes. He's not very nice. Because he's never got what they got, which is fame. He's never been able to get out of the vault. And so he needs the Keyblade to finally lock the vault and lock every other Disney universe in there. And these are living universes. Okay. And so Mickey, who is the king, has the key, and he's under attack, and he sends uh, Donald and Goofy to take it to the Chosen One. Enter Sora. 
Sora is the main char- character of the Kingdom Hearts games. He's kind of a Final Fantasy-ish looking character. Okay. And it's like him, this one girl named Kyrie, and his best friend named Riku. Have you ever played these games, Jake? Uh, I started Kingdom Hearts, but it was a little too trippy, and I uh, I lost interest. Huh. Yeah, he got scared. <laughs> you, get, you got scared? Yeah. I, honestly, I didn't make it past like this whole thing where like one of the characters is like walking, and then they're falling forever and ever, and then they're stuck in this room, and I could never get out of the room, and I was like, huh. And then I just put the game away. That was the opening 10 minutes. That was. <laughs> it was. Wait, we're still pitching, right? Yeah. And, and actually, I'll explain a little bit about the game because it kind of ties in. Basically, you have three friends, two guys, one girl. And a pizza place. And a pizza place. And one of the friends. Nathan Fillion. One of, one of the friends goes bad. You know, he's corrupted by all the evil people. And, and actually, all the Disney villains uh, in the, in these games are behind everything. Maleficent is w- one of the big bads. Hmm. And so they're all working together basically to destroy the princesses and lock the Disney worlds away forever. And so this will kind of be a Disney cinematic universe. Okay. So in this first movie, there will be basically three Disney worlds under attack. Like, let's say Snow White, uh, Sleeping Beauty, and Alice in Wonderland. So Sora and Donald and Goofy will have to go explore these worlds, talk to the people that we know from other movies. And basically, these characters are in another movie and try to save them from Ansem. Who is this evil prince? But what's Mickey doing this whole time if Donald and Goofy are doing this? Mickey's all the work? basically under attack. Like he's, you know, everyone's worried about him. They, they think he might be dead. Okay. This, he's, is, this is not a kid movie, is what you're saying. No, well, it's exactly. Mickey's exactly. already dead, they find out, and he's decapitated. They find him hanging. What? Yeah, inside a room. Thanks, Jake. It's, it's yeah, thanks for making it rated R. Very graphic. <laughs> <All of a> <laughs> But so there's someone behind... Oh, and by the way, this will coincide with the release of Disney releasing movies from the vault. So like the, the, the movies that are shown in Kingdom Hearts will actually be released from the vault for DVD and Blu-ray sale. Okay. They're so, not going to be released in theaters? Yeah, well, maybe. But they'll already have a movie out with Kingdom Hearts. And the person behind Ansem, the person behind the villains, the one pulling the strings for all evil... Bugs Walt Bunny. Disney. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Ah, the original... Mickey Mouse. Right. Oswald, who never, you know, was basically stolen from Walt and forgotten about. Mm-hmm. He is the one pulling every string. So it's not Ansem. Who's Ansem then? Ansem is a prince, basically was forgotten about as well, but he is also being corrupted by Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. So in mm-hmm. the end, it's Oswald controlling everything. Mickey comes back to save the day. So he's not dead. You should play these games. How did he get undecapitated? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts colon entrails, <laughs> <laughs> but this will be a mix that's of redundant. <laughs> this will be a mix of like Kingdom Hearts, uh, the games, and actually never ending story. I know that's kind of a weird thing, but it's meta. It's like who's the player, who's the creator. These worlds are living, mm. and I don't know. I think it could work, and, and it could actually help boost Final Fantasy because those movie franchises have never worked, and they right. could be like, hey, you like Cloud in this movie? Cloud's getting his own movie, and if any if any company knows how to like make money off of nothing, it's Disney. True. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my long pitch. That's wow. my kind of convoluted you know, pitch. But I think for an animated universe, this could be what, amazing. What platform is Kingdom Hearts on? It's PS2 originally, but they've remade it for PS3 and PS4 okay. as well. So, huh. And Kingdom Hearts 3 is meant to come out next year, well, I hope. At what point does Disney Infinity come on to Kingdom Hearts? Oh, Disney Infinity is dead. I know. Yeah. Oh. I heard that. It made me sad. Maybe, oh, Disney Infinity was killed by Ansem. Like, they were actually destroyed <laughs> and sent into the vault. Plot writing continues. Sent into the darkness. So at least what, there is a casualty. Yes, there is a life casualty. Disney, they are afraid to kill people, but they did kill Disney Infinity. Wow. All right, Ken, I love your honorable mentions. How many more of them are there before the real pitch? <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> You're the meanest. Oh, <laughs> what was mean? Are you jolted? Today? Does, does yeah, Jake Joel's play video games? Nice. Do you Apparently. think Jake plays video games? I don't know if he does. I know he likes spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> All right, so we got Kingdom Hearts, which right. I think could work. You've got the Sega Cinematic. I think we're both going for cinematic universes yeah, here. Yeah. Because that's Earl how movies the, are now. Toad Jam yeah. Earl in the Dying World. I had to say it right at least once. It works. I love the title. <laughs> I love the idea. And I hate Echo the Dolphin. Oh, uh, we all do. Such All right, so. Granted, I mean, our, our movies are never going to see the light of day. I, no. I would I would like them to. Although, if, if any studio executives are out there listening and you want to buy our ideas, we're happy. Yeah, go go for that. Yeah, they're, they're probably just going to buy our ideas. Yes, but thank you for listening, listener. And also, please, uh, we need you to share our show. If you like us, if you like what we do, if you like the podcast, let other people know about it because we want as much visibility as possible. So give us a rating or, or a review on iTunes. Uh, spread the word on Facebook. Share our posts. Uh, retweet us on, on Twitter. The more we can spread this around, the better, and we can continue to make great and wonderful shows for you. Wait, 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 wait. I actually thought that was still another honorable mention. Are you being for real? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. So Jake. Joel started doing that. I'm like, 
what? What is he doing? No, I thought you had another one in your pocket. <laughs> that was a real one. That was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you have more honorable mentions? Did you cut this short, Kent? Yeah, I, I had a few other, but I didn't develop them further. You okay. want to give names at least? No, nah, I mean, I was trying to do one for Metal Gear, and it was basically an 80s action movie about infiltrating this base. Right. You no, know, pretty I, simple. I, I like your idea. Actually, I was making fun of how much time you're taking on an honorable mention. That was the whole point <laughs> of the joke. I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> too little, too late. All right. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to find to me. To derail Joel's thing, yeah. <laughs> you can find me at uh, at Twitter, uh, at 76Joel, or you can also see me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at 10 o'clock at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to the QuickWits Facebook page or go to qwcomedy.com. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, I'm Kenny3DD. Also, you can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com or see me on TV on KJS Channel 14 every Friday morning at around 8.30. You can find me making my own video game adaptation. This one's going to be Tower Defense meets Movie. I'm thinking Ridley Scott. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just All right. You spit can over find my me microphone. On, my mic. I'm fine. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well uh, at Jacob A. Rogers. And. <laughs> can, can, Kato, King, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Sonya. S-U-G-A-R, jump into your racing car, Sugar Rush, Sugar Rush. like these days. Oh, they like Kanye. And they like chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. You're the meanest. <laughs> I did make a pact with the devil. We're doing killing minions? I'm in. I lost interest. Huh. You got scared. Snake. <laughs> Snake. You weak pathetic mortals. I've come for your soul. You're the Grain Mario. <laughs> the worst thing I did, and the whole experience was a nightmare. I was just yeah. going to say, yeah, when you're, you're 14 or 15, it's just about right. That's right, kids. It all comes down to care. She was <laughs> laughing. We were having we were having fun times. So like, tackle her and then I knock her down. You punched her in the head. I love you, honey. Hashtag, can't care. She's never going to catch on. Moms of the world. Oh, it's not a great. Nintendo. <laughs>